Aloha, family and friends. Thank you for logging in to another episode of Simply Living Fearlessly with me, Ariel Wallace Wong, where we talk about all things health and wellness. Happy, happy new week, guys. It is going to be a beautiful week filled with beautiful new opportunities. Maybe you might be in a state of transition. Maybe you might be in a state of recharging, refueling, re-energizing. Wherever you are in the world, I am sending you nothing but love and light. I am so stoked to talk about today's topic. But before we jump into today's topic, I want to go over some of the shout outs that I got on the last couple episodes. And I just want to say I am so proud of you guys for investing in yourselves, investing in your mind, your body, your soul, your spiritual, emotional, psychological health, your mental health. You guys are killing the game and I couldn't be prouder. And I say that because the numbers on the podcast have taken off in the last two weeks, which is super ironic because I actually took some time off from recording podcasts and I have been releasing episodes at varying times, but you guys have been on it, committed to your self-worth, your self-growth and listening and logging in each week and I couldn't be more thankful. So let me jump in really quick. Um, A couple of feedback. One feedback I got from UK is your voice is so calming and I felt like I was meditating. I feel so inspired to push through this journey of loving myself and leading a truly happy life by unlocking my truest potential. Hey, I hear you. This is obviously something that I have been called to do. It is a passion and a purpose that I know that I, since the age of 21, was meant to do. And I'm just sharing with you guys all the things that I'm learning. As for my voice, fun fact, I actually do not really like listening to my voice, but hey, if it works for you, awesome. Uh, Next comment from GL, I've been feeling crappy and my mental state hasn't been in a good place, but I finally caught up on your podcast. Thank you. And I just want to say I'm glad that this was able to propel you into a better space. And I'm so sorry that you've been going through some trials and tribulations, um, sending you nothing but love. And last comment here from SN, I'm listening to the newest episode on my way to work and it is fire. It would be fantastic to hear more about energy vampires and how we can be energy vampires to other people. And I think that's a great topic for us to explore in the future. We're going to touch a little bit upon that today because our topic today is the five keys to building a healthy romantic relationship. The five keys to building a healthy romantic relationship. So let's jump in. Healthy relationships in a romantic sense. What a loaded, loaded topic to talk about. This is something that I want to say I am learning about every single day. I think I've always told myself, you know, um, the moment that I stop learning and the moment that I stop being curious about wanting to know is the moment I limit my potential and so I'm sure there are a lot of other things out there that you might value 
in a healthy romantic relationship. But these are five things that I have found is the most common in the work that I do and those I interact with. And and overall, in the self-learning that I've been doing, these five things have come up over and over and over in varying ways that has made it very evident in how important they are. So let's jump in. Five keys to a healthy romantic relationship. The first key to a healthy romantic relationship is none other than communication. Communication, you guys, you know this. If you are not communicating, you are not building together. You are not understanding together. You are not learning from each other. In the same exact breath, I also want to say not only is the communicating outward really important, but the communicating that's coming towards you is really important. So those listening skills and those communication skills, they go hand in hand. When you are listening to your partner, when you are listening fully present and showing up and not distracted, when you're talking to your partner, you are communicating in a way that shows them how important that is for you and how important they are to you and how important their words are, okay? the listening if you're constantly talking over them constantly trying to correct them constantly reverting the conversation to yourself you are not listening you are not being respectful and you are not communicating in a manner that is making them feel heard or understood and that is the biggest thing with communication itself is what's the purpose of communicating if you are not going to be heard? We're not speaking for our health here. We are obviously saying what we say and doing what we do so that way we can be heard. So that way the person receiving that information, receiving those feelings, receiving that news can understand us better. But if we are not using those active listening skills and if we are not fully paying attention and are distracted from what is coming our way, we are missing the moments of growth. We are missing the moments of connection and we are essentially tarnishing the chance of having a healthy open communication relationship because we are showing that other person that what they are saying what they are doing and what they are sharing is not important for us and now let me share with you guys something i have been in a few relationships in my time where i have found that the other person has a really hard time sitting still they're very easily distracted a text message could go off a bird could fly by a car could drive by and all of a sudden they are distracted their mind is no longer with me i feel like they're not even paying attention they're like looking away and then i have felt like well what is the use of me sharing what i'm sharing or talking about what i'm talking about if i'm not even going to be heard respected or understood the way that I would want to. And that's hard because 
you know, we always are trying to speak and say what we mean and what we feel. But when it's time to listen, we have a really hard time being able to take what someone else is saying or doing or acting or feeling and fully sitting with those feelings and understanding. And sometimes the listening means there is no response. It's just to be there. It's just to be there, just to hear that person, just allow them to let it out. And the opposite too, sometimes the communication is silence. Sometimes the communication is a straight hug, tears, cuddles, watching a sunset with no words, listening to music in the same space after a long day. That is communication and that is listening. It's knowing that there are verbal and non-verbal communication that is happening in a healthy relationship at all points in time. And are you paying attention and giving your partner the respect that they deserve in order to see, feel, and hear them? And do not get me confused with the mind reading the games or the assumptions that are made i'm talking about really allowing your partner to feel what they want to feel say what they want to say and do what they want to do and really trying to seek and listen and understand them in that space I don't condone physical, verbal, or emotional abuse. So if that's what's happening, lying, cheating, hurting, and all of that, that is not the type of communication that I'm talking about here. I'm talking about healthy, romantic communication that is rooted in talking, not talking, seeking understanding, and pure love. And in that breath there, I want to segue into that next topic that I touched upon another key to a healthy romantic relationship is respect it is respect when you respect your other half you respect their difference of opinions you respect the fact that they are not the same as you and that there may be disagreements or there may be conversations around understanding boundaries or things that make them feel uncomfortable. When you respect your partner and fully understand them and listen to them, you are going to know why they do the things they do, how they feel the way they feel. Um, what makes them tick, what makes them happy, what makes them mad, what makes them sad. That respect of their own lived experiences it is what is going to propel the relationship and make it 20 times stronger. When you aren't able to respect the fact that your partner is filled with a different set of circumstances and experiences from even before they were born, from even before they were born, you are literally severing the emotional connection that you could be developing with them because you are allowing yourself and your bias and your judgments to stand in the way of a beautiful, healthy, happy, and flourishing relationship. And that is not something that is going to last in the long run. 
When I talk about respect, I talk about disagreements, right? So I talk about um, being in a disagreement about something. And a lot of times people, they like to be right. It's just the truth. They don't ever want to admit that they're wrong. They want to know that they are always right. But that's not the case. You know, that's your pride and your ego not allowing you to understand a different perspective or your partner. And if you truly love your partner and you truly care about them and you want a healthy, happy relationship, you are going to seek to understand why they think or feel the way they do. And I have in many times told my partner, we can agree to disagree. It's okay. At the end of the day, this is not a make or break. We can agree to disagree. And I've had to say that in so many instances because my perspective wasn't evolved to the same perspective that they are at. Or it maybe it is more evolved than the perspective that they have. But instead of forcing that person to understand how I feel or accept how I feel, I would rather give them the space to process that and make their own judgments because that's what we are. We are all beautifully and wonderfully made an individual and we are not meant to think, feel, or do the same things as one another. So that's the next one is the respect part. And on top of the disagreements, on top of the conversations, on top of the boundaries, you know, the things that you can and cannot allow in a relationship because it makes you feel some type of way, whatever it is, um, you should also know how to respectfully fight. Yep, you heard me. How do you respectfully fight? How do you build a trust and a loyalty to one another by learning how the person likes to fight? And I'm not talking about this verbal, physical, emotional abuse. I'm talking about if I'm angry, if I'm sad, if I'm frustrated, what do I need from you, my partner? How can I communicate with you what it is that I need. Maybe I need space. Maybe I need time to process. Maybe I want to be alone. Maybe I want to be hugged. Maybe I want to be held. Maybe I want to be told that I am still important. Whatever it is that you need in a relationship to make you feel okay with whatever the bubbling and trials and tribulations come, you need to be able to communicate that to your partner to show them how much you respect them, that you want to give them the keys to helping you in your times of despair and vice versa, understanding how you can show up and support them in their times of frustration. So that number two point is respect in disagreements, conversation, how you fight, boundaries. That's a loaded one. I could do a whole episode on that one, but touching on it. The next thing, the next key to a healthy romantic relationship is trust and loyalty. Now, once you have built this foundation of communication and listening and respect and learning how you disagree, learning about your boundaries, learning how you like to fight, you have done so much of the grounding work to opening up 
open lines of love. You are opening, you have these open lines of love, wide open, right? And it is very natural for us to feel like, I love this person, I care about them, and I don't, I don't need anyone else. Like, I don't, I feel like they are amazing. And I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful, you know, to have this person in my life. And I I can't imagine what my life would be like without this person because they truly make me a better person, right? They truly inspire me to be my best. So if that is what you are really seeing from your partner, There comes this time, and I see this a lot in my friends, my family, just people around me. I've even experienced this myself where we start wondering, well, what if that person is no longer around? And we start in our minds kind of self-sabotaging and thinking like, well, what if something went wrong? Or what if this person isn't who they say they are? And I think what's really important in a healthy and happy relationship is really being able to trust your partner and really showing a high level of loyalty to them. And I say this because when you are in this committed and beautiful relationship, keyword, committed and beautiful relationship, I'm going to say it one more time, committed and beautiful relationship commitment is a very strong word when you are in this healthy and happy romantic relationship what is basically happening is you are tasked with the ability to keep a certain integrity and honor to your other half that integrity and that honor is what develops this trust and this loyalty Without the integrity and the honor in that romantic relationship, there can be no trust and loyalty. There can be no trust and loyalty. When you know that your significant other or your partner can walk in a room full of temptation on varying levels and you can confidently say that you know them to a T, the back of their hand, they wouldn't flinch, they wouldn't make a move, and they would leave that situation or um, communicate with you about that situation because they know that it might make you feel uncomfortable, it made them feel uncomfortable to be there. That type of integrity, whether you are present in the room or not present in the room, is what is going to develop that trust. That is what is going to develop that loyalty. And it has nothing to do with insecurity insecurity comes from somebody's past um, experiences something they've experienced themselves or they're seen or their partner has done that has broken that trust and that loyalty in one way or another and it could have been like a miscommunication you know about like a single event and someone showed up and that person was you know not somebody that their other half liked or whatever but when the mistrust happens, it's it's really, really comes down to the honor and the integrity that your partner displays in front of you. And when you're not around, that is going to build on the trust and the loyalty and make the relationship so much stronger. 
when you don't have this peace, this trust and this loyalty, when there isn't an honoring of you, when you are not in the room, when we, you are not around, that is what plants a lot of that insecurity in people from what I see from my clients and the people I interact with. And and I, even in some of my own personal relationships, you know, like when people don't know how to honor you or treat you with the highest respect, even when you're not around, that makes you kind of question their character, like on the real. You're kind of like, what is up with this person? Like, how do they not see that this is wrong? But the thing that you need to remember is if you have communicated what you're comfortable with and what you're not, and you guys have this level of respect for each other, this piece is going to come easy for somebody who really, really loves you and really wants to have a healthy, happy relationship with you. It's going to be effortless for you to trust them and for them to behave with integrity and honor towards you because they are going to know you are the best thing that's ever happened to them and vice versa. And why would they ever put you or themselves in a situation that is going to tarnish that? Just doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. And so it's that. It's the trust and the loyalty, the honoring, the integrity, doing what's right even when you're not, no one's looking or you're not around. That's number three. Number four to all of this is a tricky one. So this one is mutual intimacy. Mutual intimacy. And when I talk about intimacy, I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about intimacy, knowing how to love one another, knowing how you like to be loved and knowing how to love your partner in the fullest. So number four, the fourth key to a healthy, happy relationship is mutual intimacy. So uh, have you had the conversation with your partner yet about what that means? Because not everybody desires some type of physical intimacy all the time. Sometimes people desire um, quality time, acts of service, and other love languages, um, gifts, you know, um, words of affirmation. Um, yeah, physical touch. Like there are so many different ways to love on another person and there are so many different ways that we like to be loved and if you don't know how to express that to your partner you can't assume for them to already know if you don't tell them they don't know you have to be able to openly communicate what your needs are even if they are physical intimacy you need to have those conversations because a lot of people feel shame around the idea of sex or physical intimacy because they feel like they're going to get rejected for their ideas or their thoughts or their needs or their wants. But if you have an open line of communication, you have a trust and loyalty and you have a respect for one another, why can you not have those conversations? If that is something that makes you feel whole, makes you feel loved and makes you feel good, why not? That's the point to a healthy romantic relationship is being able to share love. And I mean, pure love with someone else. That, that's the key. And when you discuss those mutual um, intimacy 
things, being able to understand why someone likes to be loved a certain way and being realistic about what you can do to nurture that. Be realistic. If someone is telling you that they need you to have sex with them a certain amount of times a day, right? And you just can't do that, like physically, emotionally, mentally, like time-wise, you just can't do that. Be honest about that. Like, don't say you can do it and you can't do it. And the same thing, if you don't like PDA, but the other person loves PDA, you guys have to discuss what it is that you guys are okay with when it comes to PDA. If you are not a cuddler, you don't like to cuddle. And believe me, there are people out there who don't like to cuddle. You have to have that conversation. That mutual intimacy is everything. If you're not having conversations about that and you are not talking about how you like to be loved and how you love other people, then you do a disservice to one another by not communicating those needs super important and the fifth topic last topic to this five keys to building a healthy romantic relationship is the investment (laughs) the investment this is the biggest one it encapsulates all of this the investment in order for you to build a healthy romantic relationship you have to have a buy-in you have to wanna okay a healthy relationship is you wanting to be in the relationship because you want to be in it it's because you are increasing your passion of life in that relationship you're increasing your yourself you know you're you're growing you're evolving you're blooming like you know it shouldn't be because you are trying to decrease some kind of pressure of your life so you're gonna like take this person on to make your life a little easier because they'll do x y and z for you or they'll fill some type of void wrong that is not an investment that is a using of someone calling it out calling a spade a spade if you are investing in someone you are literally treating them at the highest standard you are literally holding them upon a pedestal and you are literally treating them with the greatest love that you have within within you in all aspects of life because they are something of such value to you you are oftentimes pouring love into them in various ways it can be through conversation it can be through experience it can be through intimacy it can be through laughter it can be through so many different things but when you have an investment in that other person um, in the relationship the person you love care so much about you have this commitment to them that you are committed to them because you are invested in them. You believe in them. You believe in the potential that they have. You believe in who they are now, who they were before, and who they are to become is all a part of a journey that you have now crossed paths with that we're destined to be with. And in order for you to have 
this healthy romantic relationship, you have to have a buy-in. Uh, you have to have an investment of how valuable this person is and how you are going to continue to seek to understand, continue to grow with them, continue to pour love into them, continue to communicate, open yourself, be vulnerable, communicate. You're going to continue to listen deeply. You're going to continue to learn learn every day learn something new about your partner every day you are going to continue to develop ways to trust them deeper you are going to continue to learn different ways to be loyal to them and show that loyalty and honor them and to really act in a state of integrity at all times to show them how valuable they are to you you are going to continue to respect them you're going to respect their agreements and their disagreements their conversations the 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 ways in which they need space or need you close the boundaries that they lay the things that make them comfortable uncomfortable the ways in which they want to grow you are going to continue to nurture that mutual intimacy how to love them how to be loved and how to seek more understanding that investment is everything those are the five keys to building a healthy romantic relationship and I hope that it propels you into a great space that shows you that you are deserving of all the love in the world and all healthy relationships, romantic relationships, if you also put that out in the world. I want to wish you guys a beautiful week ahead. Thank you so much for logging into another episode of Simply Living Fearlessly with me, Ariel Wallace Wong, where we talk about all things health and wellness. And I cannot wait to connect with you again next week and talk more about energies. Ooh, I'm giving you a tidbit energies. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Aloha. <laughs>